0: Radio Chuck Dizzle DJ Head, uh, we have returned. Uh, we gave you plenty of content, Bruh. in the last week or so. So for the folks that have been asking, like, "Yo, where's the podcast at?" we we gave you damn near one every day. The it other was a week. Pod, it was a new it was a new pod every day. Yeah, so so now you get. Uh, a new week fresh content yeah go back and, and listen to some of those episodes too if you haven't man we, we did a really good job as far as like tapping into a lot of the newer artists out here um, and they were you know, all interviews yeah all interviews all great content man so go back and check it out and we'll continue to give you some of that as the weeks come to follow uh, but a lot of what you said off air a lot of eventful things took place in the it's past it's all kind weeks. of shit going and, on and I was telling you I don't I, I guess the way our days are structured for, at least for me there's so much stuff that happens on a daily that I automatically like filter out for the new day. Like right now, I'm I'm we recording this. We typically record on Wednesdays. We're doing it on Thursday right now. Yeah. Um, my mind is focused on what's up for for Friday. Like in the middle behind the scenes, okay, we were on air earlier and I was like, Yeah, it's Pisces season. Yeah. I'm so assumed, like I'm so trained to think about what's coming up that that's where my head goes in terms of like breaks and content and things that I, it's rare that I always think of like what happened in the past. Yeah, nah. So, I, so what what caught your attention in the last week or so since we've I actually mean, done a new episode? It's a couple of things that that happened. Uh, you want to talk about the Meek Mill thing? Let's get it off the back, yeah, man. Let's get it out. The um, way. He he dropped a song. I wish we had the 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 audio right here, but he dropped a song. Well, there was a song that that came out. Yes, it now, got leaked. Now, what's funny is that while we were on air, you came in the studio and told me like, yo. And you were like, just you didn't even say nothing. You just said, yo, show me the phone. And it says, Meek Mill track uh, says, I forgot what it said, but he has a line. I'm going to read it to read you. Read the line. It says something about Kobe Bryant. All right. So this is a Meek Mill, uh, this is a leaked Meek Mill lyric um, that is off of a song, right? And it says, oh, wait, this isn't it. Here it goes. This The lyric says, and if I ever lack I'm going out with my chopper it'd be another Kobe so so obviously you know meek was is, was getting killed on Twitter absolutely shout out to d j era who um he he texted me and he he was being condescending when he texted me, hey, you see this Coast Guard?" You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like he was being like he was being an asshole. Hmm. But no, I hadn't saw it because we be doing our show. I don't be like on Twitter like that or right. whatever. But when I saw it, I immediately thought, I know he didn't put this song out. Okay. Right? And so when I when I went to go look and no, the song it and, and when you when you, you know, do your due diligence, of course the song wasn't put out. It wasn't it wasn't released. Okay. It was leaked. And of course, the headlines were killing Meek Mill because of the insensitivity in of the course. lyrics. Yeah, but the first thing that I thought, and I mean, one of the homies, I was talking to one of the homies about it, and he was like, "I, I basically told him it's the equivalent to our group chat conversation becoming public." Right, right. So if you have now, mind you, it's still distasteful. Absolutely, but. How many? How many distasteful? Th- if we're being honest, mm-hmm. how many distasteful things are in our group chats? No, it's a lot, and and I guess okay. And I'll let you finish. Go ahead. So with There's that being said, it's so many different things that we do in the privacy and with the, in, in the privacy of our daily lives that's not meant for public consumption. Mm-hmm. You know, me included. That I I can't. I'm not writing Mika Pass, but I can't fault him for the severity of the issue because he didn't intentionally re- release it. Mm-hmm. Now, if he intentionally released it, then, yeah, you know, we can hold him accountable and whatnot. But it's no different than somebody's nudes being leaked, in my opinion. Yeah, I see the only reason why I don't, I, I don't believe that, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but the song was, in my opinion, it sounded like it was mixed. It wasn't like a rough track. It wasn't like somebody was in the studio recording it. So you laid the vocal. You knew what she was doing, and it was the intentions were behind. Like, yo, there's a track made. It wasn't like, oh man, da, na 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 na. Kobe, that like wasn't like a reference track. So I feel like there was a little more intentions of the song possibly being released. I, I feel like on the other end, had nobody said anything about it, the track would have came out. I don't think so. I also think like you got to think about this too. Now, I, I know this sounds crazy because I'm from LA. I'm a Kobe fan. I grew up with Kobe, et cetera. We all are, yeah, yeah. But if I take away my emotion out of the situation, mm-hmm. right? I, I naturally I felt the way when I when I heard yeah, it, yeah. obviously, right. But if you strip away the emotion from it, and you got to like, and this is something I always tell people, and I'm I, and I have to show Meek Mill the same grace that I would want. It intent matters. Now the song didn't get put out, so if if somebody if I go on your phone right now and find some some fucked up voice note that you said about somebody and I leak it online, yes you said it, but it wasn't intended for public consumption. We're not talking. Now, hold on, hold on. But here's the thing: if the song to you sounded mixed and ready to go, or whatever. But I know a lot of artists that will cut a record mm-hmm. in the studio. I be I, you know I'm be I'm in the studios all the time. They'll. They'll, they'll they'll lay the vocals on a record, revisit the record, be like, nah, I ain't gonna put that shit out. Mm-hmm. And then, and then and it becomes a song that never but comes it's out. But a, it's, it's a song, or is it that line? That's what I'm saying. Like, No, what I'm saying is, we don't know what his intent was. Of course. The song could have just been a hard drive song, and he was like, never intended for it to come out. Because he's like, yeah, that, that's fucked up, I ain't gonna do that. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> if that's the case, I... Me personally, if the, you're absolutely right, I would want to hear that from me. Me too. He didn't say that. I know he didn't say that. He 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 took a hard stance. Exactly. He took a hard stance, and he made it a, he made it very clear, like he gonna do what he want to do. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And I, if and that's my whole thing about it. It's like if that was the case, then we would see that. And, and if he did say that, then okay, I can, I would be a i'm not gonna say i would be a little less harsh because you're absolutely right you got to think about some certain things you got to take away your emotion but this isn't like um i don't know i just i I think if the song was on the other end and people were talking about oh man the song was great he would he would have tried to press play and and get it released maybe so i mean we'll obviously never know but i I'm leaning more on the side. Even though I understand taking the emotion out of it, I still think it's like, yo, there's certain things. I agree. You just, ah, you got to watch out. I agree. Stay away from that shit. Leave it alone. Leave that alone. And then when you're in the wrong, you have to double down on it. Yeah, and then I was, I remember, oh, I'm sorry. This brings it. remind me to just remember Ted Cruz, okay? Oh, gosh. We can talk about that shit all day. So the reason why I'm having like an in the moment kind of like, ah, because if you know what's going on, uh, are we done? Are we kind of done with this yeah, right now. Yeah, We can move. All right. So that. every time, everybody know what's going on in Texas. If you don't know, they're they're facing some crazy situations where it's snowing out there, um and you know the conditions are a lot. Of, a lot of people are like bad. Like I know. shout out to the homegirl uh, Melody. She's out there literally with no power, right? And she's had to sleep in her car for the last couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Her house is like. Below 40, you know what I mean? Our homegirl, Ashley, who does radio in Houston, she had to take off. A day. I had to actually fill in for Ashley on one of the stations wow. because she couldn't, she didn't have power. All this to say, Ted Cruz is the, uh, with this, the senator of, of Texas. Governor. Governor, sorry. Governor of Texas. He decides to take a flight. And go to Cancun. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's killing him. Killing him. on the opposite end. He comes back and apologizes, and is like, man, my fault. You know, I, you know, I was being a father, and I wanted to take a trip with my kids, so I understand. But I, you know, I apologize, and blah 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 blah. And the reason why I stopped in my tracks about the meek thing because he actually apologized, and I feel like y'all, this bullshit. You're just apologizing because you got caught. At the end of the day, taking a look back at it is like, what? The, who, who? We can't sit here and say. Who's right and who's wrong in this situation? Because mm-hmm. here you are now. You're apologizing for something that's clearly wrong, but you're still gonna have people killing you for that. Just like killing you. Meek Mill is having a stance on his situation. People gonna kill him for having his opinion on this shit and not one to give. If let's just say he really feels that way and says, you know what? It's hip hop. It's a lyric. Fuck that. I'm standing. I'm, I'm standing behind mine, which you have every right to. We can't be upset that he feels that way because. He's not giving a fake apology. It's like so. That's why I had that, that that in the moment sense. Like, well, damn, Ted Cruz did it, and I had that mo- emotion of like he just doing that because it's bullshit. Yeah. But I'm feeling the same way about Meek. I wouldn't want him to post up a a, a false apology. But either way, it's it's a, it's a crazy situation to be on. Either Listen, way, this Ted Cruz situation has has I'm gonna read you. Well, no, I, I don't want to read it, but because this is a okay, so. I'm going to give you a quick little excerpt that I have on the Ted Cruz situation. Okay. Uh, Ted Cruz flew home saying that he needed to take his kids somewhere else because the power was out in his house, but he already did a television interview before he left saying that thankfully the power was still on in his house. So he was having the kids over. He was having the kids have friends over and his ticket originally was for him to stay in Cancun for a week, which the airline confirmed. Damn. Damn. So, wait, now, so I wait, can't wait, confirm- wait time out, time out. So, was the, the flight booked after all this shit was started? I don't going know. Down? I can't okay. confirm any of this information. I'm just reading you a the message that, that was sent. Wait, wait, what you mean a message? Don't. All right, all right, all right. So, it's not something you saw online? No. Okay. Got it. So, so this is the Damn. account of someone that I know and trust. Ooh, now, what's interesting? You get an intel. What's interesting to me? I like this. Is can you blame? Okay, no, I'm not touching this. I'm not. No, 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 nope. no, no, no. no. Nope, nope, nope. Can you blame people for being upset with Ted Cruz? I can't blame people for being upset with Ted Cruz. Oh yeah, yeah. I I can't blame people for being upset with Ted Cruz for sure. Now, here's the thing. He's the he's the leader of whatever's going on. Now, what I learned are fun facts from Bun B. I've been watching Bun B's page because Bun B and Trader Truth mm-hmm. and shout out to uh, Mister DJ DJ Mister Rogers out the there. Front lines. They they had, like, on front line the every time something's going down yeah. in Houston. They front line it right. right, and they take care of other other spots, Dallas surrounding areas, et cetera. So. What's interesting is Bun B actually gave me some more insight because I'm like, why is it that neighboring states have power? It's like a, Arkansas, like there's literally, a, a, I saw a, a clip of the state line between Arkansas and, and Texas. Arkansas is cool. Yeah. Paved roads and all that. Yeah. Texas isn't. Continue. Because bad. Texas is, the way they have it set up within the, within the government, Texas is its own thing. And it's not a part of the federal power grid. Got it. Tech the state of Texas it just own, which is also which also kinda explains to me, and I haven't done any research on this. You shooting from the hip. I'm shooting from the okay. hip right now. Which also kinda rings bells in my mind as to why Texas can start handing out all of these different uh subsidies and things like that for companies to come in there. Okay. At at a crazy rate. All these big companies move into Texas. They right? independently ran, basically you're saying. Right. Okay. So Texas kind of just do whatever they want to do. Right, right. But on the flip side of that, You're not connected to the federal Uh, shit for that aid, for that for that them resources. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a double dutch thing. Like Mm -hmm. it's good when it's good, and it's it's all bad when it's all bad. So I can't blame these people for being upset with Ted Cruz. However, I do believe that some of Texas' problems precede Ted Cruz. Okay, I don't think I don't know if. I don't know how they can fix it in the moment. And people are dying. Like, yeah, I, I remember calling. I checked on a couple of our, our people out there. And I was talking to our homegirl, Ashley. And she was telling me, like, people are, like, freezing to death in their homes. That's Pipes are busting. It's crazy out there. Yeah. The the picture we saw in the group chat oh my with God, the, the frozen truck. Yeah. And it was just like, what the fuck is going on in yeah. Texas? Because yeah. you hear, I mean, just, just to be perfectly honest, you hear, oh, you know, conditions weather conditions we hear this all the time changing weather conditions it's going to be bad over here going to be bad over there and when you're not living in that moment or in that that area you don't take into consideration how bad it really is Mm -hmm. but like you said when we have firsthand accounts of people that are really in there and they have firsthand accounts of people that are actually dying it resonates a little different and the uh a couple of people I know just got power restored to their home, so that's cool. Um our friend Ashley says she hadn't taken a shower in three days. I remember um, a couple of people said they hadn't they can't even take showers because they can't they can't use the water. Like they they need the water to drink that's and to wild. do other regular shit. I read a thread today of a guy who had an Airbnb. I don't know the whole situation, but basically he had an Airbnb. It got super cold over there. Um he left to try to get a, a a hotel. Booked the hotel. They had to take an Uber to get to the hotel. They get to the hotel after like two or three days of no no power, all the, everything getting cold. They go to the hotel to figure out their situation. They can't confirm their their reservation. They they said they can't honor it because it was booked through Priceline or some other shit like not directly with the hotel. They're pissed. They go back to the Airbnb. And the Airbnb that they had doesn't have physical t- uh, physical keys. So they were locked out of their oh. Airbnb. And the situation just got worse and worse and worse. Thankfully, they had a friend in the area. They went to the friend's house, had to stay, like, in the garage next to the cat shit and all this stuff. He was like, man, I'd rather stay in there and warm in the cat shit than, you know, having to be in the conditions we were. This is three or four days of them living in, th- going through this situation. So it's like... We hear this again. We see and hear this on the news, but these are first-hand accounts of people that are having like real-life situations, and that's even, even even at the end of the, the thread, he was like, "And this isn't even as worse as a lot of people are going through right now. People are, like you said, dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's crazy. I think um, I think it's just a. Every time something happens, it's just a, a valuable lesson to me to just kind of like stay on your toes because yeah. you never. Cause obviously, climate change is a real thing, mm-hmm. which is why we starting to see different things happen all over the place. I saw... Did you see the uh, the tornadoes in Vegas? I heard about it. I didn't know that was, like... It yeah. was just... I saw, like... It just... I don't know what... Like, this last year... Bro. I just feel like it's been wild. I, I think i seen... We saw earthquakes on the East Coast. Yeah. Tornadoes in Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Snow in uh, Texas. Texas. Uh, I mean, gee, I mean, we there was even we were joking about the other day how it was snowing in Malibu recently. Snowing in Malibu, yeah, man. Um, and and there are again can't confirm any of this, but one of the things that I saw another headline I read is like, yo, California, yo, stay on your toes. Something's happening this summer. So I don't know what that means. This coming summer. This coming summer. What you I mean? I don't know, but I'm just saying, just get your shit right. Um. Hey, look, I'm going. You should to- probably already have your shit right. I'm going to Cancun. Uh, all right, Ted Cruz. I'm just saying. All, all right. right. Saying, all right. I'm just saying. All right. I'm saying. Like, if. if What makes you think it's not going to be fucked up over there? No, no, no. You know what it is? It is bad over there, too, because it is bad it's over bad, there. It's bad, man. Because of, because of COVID. Because all of the Americans went over there and tainted, the, tainted Mexico. Shut up. <laughs> went to Tulum. They was going oh, to Cancun. Everybody was in Tulum. BA, OT. AD, they was all out there living it up. Hey, man. I, I, I think AD's on his third COVID or second you COVID. You lying, or dog. I, I forgot you what bush- it was. You bullshit! I'm not. I, I can't, I'm shooting from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting <laughs> episode shooting from the hip. Yeah. He's going to be hey, I cut, Hey, <laughs> I'm shooting from the hip right now. My I don't know if it's true or not. I just, that's what I think. Wow. And I'm standing on it. AD is on his third COVID. Yeah, <laughs> <Damn. laughs> second or third COVID case. Hey, you catch that shit three times in a year. That's wild. Uh, but no, just a, a lot of, a lot of stuff happening. Um, I definitely had to talk about Meek Mill and, and um, Texas. Uh, what's another thing that's been going on? Um, well, oh, so I did. And I'm gonna just. I, I, I shouldn't be talking about this, right? But I'm gonna talk about it for the sake of some some what I felt like what I feel is the right thing to do. And oh, okay, I know. I that's what definitely happened for sure. I forgot about this. So quick, wow. So something happened, which everybody knows about. In the city um between myself and another prominent dj here and we had some back and forth um it went to twitter i didn't escalated it because i felt the need to do so you said you then escalated i then escalated it and went on the radio with it Mm -hmm. and then after i um after i went on the radio with it um one of our mutual friends was able to uh he 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 reached out to me, he called me, he put us on the phone and we talked for about half an hour and uh we came to a mutual understanding that you know he 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 felt like he he didn't see it he didn't see things from the same perspective that I saw them mm-hmm. and but but now given his the information he understands and we're we have moved forward so that's it that, that's that for now as far as I'm concerned. No, I'm just saying like, okay, I'm saying it because, are you? do you not want to rehash the situation? Do you not want to kind of dive back into it? I, I just feel like we, I shouldn't dive back into it because I had the conversation. Got it. Me. Makes sense. Okay. So respect I, that. because out of respect. I respect it. No, that's fine. Out that's of respect fine. for, you know, the situation and for the parties involved. Yeah. I don't feel the need to dive all the way back into Absolutely. it because it played out. Very publicly, right? No, people. If you if you were on Twitter, but, you saw it, and if you were in the, in the city in LA, you heard heard it on the radio. So I mean, there's there's no need to revisit it. But yeah, we don't. I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to dive back into it, but we we were able to, to speak verbally. Only, the only reason why I, I I brought it up in that manner because there are people that may not like the phones are ringing at night. Yeah, you know when you posted about the PSA, right? And then the phones are ringing after the fact for people that missed it. So just in case people had missed the whole situation, that's what I was going to say but i but i get your your reasoning like if you saw it you saw it if you didn't all right it's a moment that's passed right it, it was a moment and you know we had that moment and um as far as i'm concerned is is we moving on all right so what i do want to talk about is i i can't believe it like it's been 3 years since the victory lap yes the victory lap dropped yes that which, is crazy. Which, which popped up on the timeline. I was like, yeah, right. It had to at least be been t- like two, one, two. I keep forgetting that Nipsey has been passed for almost two years. Yeah. And that Victory Lab came out a year prior, whatever the case may be. But it's three years since we're celebrating Victory Lab, man. And um, obviously it's a classic. I mean, we, we, we've said it from jump, but it's playing out to be one of those scenarios where we're going to look at this album in 10 years, in 20 years, and just, like, realize how much of a genius, you know, bro was. Listen, man, I think that... I think I think people are still discovering Victory Lap. Absolutely. Right now. Like, the more that we rehash... Every year, like, every year this comes up, mm-hmm. oh, Victory Lap been out two years, oh, yeah. this is the third year, Victory Lap, right? It gives people a reason to go listen to it if they have. And I think people are still getting a bar yeah. on... Onto Victory Lap, and not only Victory Lap, but the 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 messaging and the musicality that oh went my into God. it. I saw a uh, shout out to Rance, shout out to Lawrence, 1500, 1500 or nothing. Yeah, man. He posted a video uh, of them working on Victory Lap. Was it like the six minute video? To, yeah. I love it. And I watched that shit, yeah. and I was like, damn. It, it's just so much that went into that album mm-hmm. that I don't think people really understand. Yeah. Like, the transitions. Yeah. Like that's what Roddy, if you don't know, that's the, that's the correlation between Roddy and Nip. Mm-hmm. Like Nip obviously ushered in Roddy Rich. Nip obviously ushered in Bino Rideau. Mm-hmm. So those two, specifically those two, have a different texture on their music mm-hmm. because they were around for that process. Yeah. I mean, you can't even see the, a lot of the footage. You see them in the background. Facts. Beano you know I is there, Roddy's yeah. around. So, when you hear when you listen to please excuse me for being anti social and you hear the transitions between the records that came from that victory lap right. school that came from that because the way 1500 Mars Mike and Keys interwove that that album together oh man it, oh, man. it, it it's just, it's almost like a, a like a like a con, one continuous like symphony of, yeah. of sound and and one thing I remember when we were talking to Nipsey I, I remember saying man what I love about your music is so cinematic it sounds like a, a movie being played out played out yeah. um and one of the things he was talking about is how he would be in the studio arguing and fighting and, you know what I mean, really, really being about certain things that he wanted on the album or, you know what I mean, like when it comes to the music. And I felt like it was a great, a great fight, a great effort. Even with Ranz was talking about, how when uh, Dedication was made, he was yeah. Like, He's like, I only reserve certain times to tell Nip, yo, you need to rap. And when we got the verse back from Kendrick and they they constructed the album, the, the, the song, because it was a song that was, that was, was scrapped from years back, yeah. and they remade it and, and put Kendrick on there. And he was like, yo, Nip, I, I need you to rap and he delivered you know what i'm saying but like moments like that you just see like you said not only the genius of, of Nipsey Hussle but everybody that was involved in creating that album um, and it was like a team effort yeah, like it, for was, sure. it was it was all hands on deck yeah so i feel like i think that when you look at it when you look at the magnitude of what nipsey was able to do in a short amount of time mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we waited for Victory Lap for years. Exactly. For years. Exactly. So when people like, oh, I can make I did, I didn't knock this album out in a weekend. I knocked okay. I mean, you that's cool. Do that. Do you. Do you. But at the same time, you see what can be done. The difference between soul food, you know what I'm saying, and fast food, West Coast. So salute to Nipsey Hussle. Victory Lap, definitely a classic. Um, another classic that I was still I was shocked that was celebrating. Uh, one of my favorite albums of all time, man. Tupac, All Eyes on Me, twenty-five, <laughs> 25 year anniversary of that. Um, that just crept up on my timeline as well. I was like, damn, twenty-five years since Pac dropped that. Uh, so another classic, man. And salute to the legends, man. That you know put that down, and um, I, I just love seeing timeless music, mm-hmm. and I love to see how it evolves. And I feel like I, I like the idea that those two albums celebrate around the same time because. You can see the parallel, obviously, in their 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 lives, their tragic deaths, but the music in itself, and and how long it's gonna live on. So I'm looking at the track list right now for All Eyes On Me. Twenty was it twenty three tracks? Twenty six. Twenty six with 12 twelve twelve or fourteen on book one and thirteen on book two. This shit is stupid. What could be wrong. On that? Now you this is crazy. This is the really, first the first now, double disc, by the way, the first double album in hip hop. The first double album? The hip-hop? first double album in hip hop. Shout out to Tupac, goddammit. I do want to say though, and I, I I plan to never address this publicly. What you mean? But I, since it's the anniversary, I don't know who showed Pac how to throw up the dub. Right? <laughs> I don't know who showed him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's on the album cover, too. It's on the album cover. So for people that may not <laughs> know, break it down. Okay, so, so, maybe, maybe, throw up up the dub real quick. So, hold on, and then maybe right here is where we insert Pox dub. Okay, we're gonna put Pox dub right here. All right. So, when you look at the dub, right? Now, I get my dub from Dr. Dre. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I'm a fan, I love Dr. Dre. Yeah. Well, I love Dr. Dre's work. This is how you throw up the dub, in my opinion. This is how how I thought you threw it up. This is how I, I looked well, up. The I, I saw mean, I seen Snoop throw it up like this, and I seen Snoop throw it up like this. Right. Okay? If we're going to give people the history of it. Okay, go ahead. West Side Connection. No, before that. That dub's for Watts. Yes. Okay. So you're, you're just speaking the dub, not with it. With it I'm like, not talking well, about okay. the lineage. Got you. Okay. Okay. I'm talking about when we see West the Coast dub, the dub being thrown up there for we the go. West Coast. Okay. I saw West Side Connection throw it up like this. Mm-hmm. I saw Dr. Dre throw it up like this. Go ahead. I saw Snoop throw it up like this. There's a lot of people that probably still don't know what the hell you're talking about. So tell them oh, what's describe different. it. Okay. Yeah. So my my middle finger is over the ring finger. Okay. And all the OGs that I saw coming up threw it up like this. Mm-hmm. This is how I throw it up. I tuck the thumb. It's tucked like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's too twisted in the middle. Right. Now, the, the, it, it's never specified it's never, this, on how to twist This it. is never. That's the thing. It's Nobody's ever said, yo, this is how you do it. Nobody's ever said, this is how you do it. The, the funny thing about this, too, when All Eyes on Me came out and I seen Pac do it, I always remember, like, how? Do, why is he doing it that way with the ring now, finger? Tupac has his over ring finger over the middle finger. This shit hurts. This is not comfortable <laughs> at all. It don't sit right. It just don't feel right. <laughs> it just don't. I'm just being honest with you. I'm not slandering. I like no, no, no. Of course not. Of course not. But it's but, just one of those unspoken things. It's that just one of the things we don't really talk nobody about. Nobody talk about. Yeah. Just because you know we we just hey, like, oh Tupac from Baltimore. Hey. Listen, I don't with, even think. Look, he with us. I look, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, say I don't know about none of that Baltimore shit. Yo, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think people even like. Maybe, maybe again, this is where the 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 non-affiliate in me. This is the me that that it comes that doesn't come from the streets. I don't ever remember anybody being checked on how you threw it up either. No. I think it's just one of those things of like. All right, however your fingers go, whatever. However you throw it up is how but you throw it it's up. It's just funny that majority of the people throw it up with the the middle finger over the ring finger. So on the cover of All Eyes on Me, Pac got that ring finger, trumping that middle finger. I <laughs> trump it. Oh And it's just like uh I'm saying for 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 the for the millennials that listen to us, I say Trump as in the reference to a card game where there's a trump card and not the president. Okay, it's it's I'm an old just, head. Just let it go. Let, so anyway, dang, I just had to put that out there because you know they'll trump. take the they'll take the audio and yeah, you they'll, know they'll yeah it. anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's just very it's just one of them things that we don't talk about. Yo man, somebody gonna hate you over this for real. Yeah, somebody. Go. They're go, they gonna get you on this. I ain't gonna lie. For real? Somebody gonna find somebody not, there's gonna be a lot of people that get the joke and it's gonna be he he, but it's gonna be that one person is you're gonna get a phone call over this. For real? I think you're gonna get a phone call. What you mean? <laughs> because we because we don't talk about it. No, it's not, it's something that's never spoken on. So you I, think we're the first people to ever talk about this? I don't that's a good question I don't know. Maybe we should you have said, asked Julio we, G. We should have asked Julio G. We should have asked Julio, bro. I'm gonna ask Julio. You think I should call him? Hey man, go ahead. I mean, fuck it. If he pick up, he pick up. I, I'm trying. Salute to, to, to the OG. As a matter of fact, that was one of the other things that we had, had. We we were um we were honored, man. Julio goes live. He's bringing West Side Radio back. He's working on his book. We we talked about it on the podcast before. Um. But he he had us on his live uh, was it two or three weeks ago, um, and had us break down the whole origin of homegrown radio, and it was just a special moment for me specifically because you know I got into radio listening to Julio G, you know especially ninety two point three the beat. So here we are, two kids that grew up loving radio, two radio kids being were talking to Julio G uh, on his live. So on give them the give him the heads up though that you know that we we on right now oh gee hey you busy right now
1: uh no, no no i'm just doing something
0: in the kitchen great okay. can i can i we 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 on we on the podcast right now can i facetime you real quick i want to get your input on this tupac thing you you have more insight than we do yeah let me uh
1: can you give me like two
0: minutes all right bet just facetime me back okay i got you no problem. all right so we'll we we'll have the OG break it down himself. I, yeah, I really want. I really. I, I don't know that we're the first people to ever speak about this. I don't. And and to be perfectly honest, I don't know if I feel like somebody's going to take it as a disrespect. Really? I feel like that. I, I see the I see the joke in it. It's not a. I'm not making a no, joke. No, 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 no. I see the. I don't know if you want to call it satire. I I, I understand why you're bringing it up because this is one of those things that just people. I've never heard anybody bring it up. Really? Have you have you ever heard anybody bring it no, up? No, I don't. I don't remember being. I don't remember it being talked about. What but, made you think of it though? Because of the anniversary. But I'm saying before that, obviously it was. Something I mean, I you saw it. Us. I saw it, and I always wondered, like, because I always try. I, I you gotta think, bro. We love these people. Mm-hmm. We grew up on. We love these people. Fucking Death Row. Right. Fuck, like we love these people. But what, so what? we 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 were trying to do what they do. Mm-hmm. So when I saw. When I, when I when I go back and I'm looking at the all-eyes-on-me cover, I'm trying to do what Tupac is doing. Right. And so I'm trying, like, this ain't comfortable. Right. <laughs> you know, like, so I throw it up like this. And this is how it's all. I've always seen it with the middle finger so in the may, front. Maybe, maybe Julio can break it down. That's they, what I'm saying. Have you ever asked anybody else? Not that I can remember. Okay. Not that I can remember. Because I've always seen it with the middle finger mm-hmm. in front of the ring finger. And that's from everybody, from Ice Cube to Dre mm-hmm. to To everybody. I've always seen it that way. So I never really I never really wanted to do it the way Tupac is doing it. Mm-hmm. Because it just didn't feel if it is it, it's, it's just uncomfortable. Right. So hopefully, you know, Julio G can provide some insight because um and then anyway, I also want to shout out to to the All Eyes on Me anniversary because Check Out Time is on oh, this album. Man, love that. And uh, for those that don't know, we used to do, there's two reasons why I'm bringing this album up. Check Out Time, we used to do, we used to play it every time we would go off the air when we was doing Homegrown Radio in your apartment. Yep. And then the other part of it is Can't See Me. I think oh. Can't See Me is probably my, one of my top three favorite Tupac songs of all time. I agree. Every time I, I it was funny. It just it's give me any, that energy. Any, I think that's probably the top Tupac song, obviously, outside of Homegrown, in the checkout time, I think any time I've ever heard you to play Tupac it's been "Can't See Me." I love that. Song. I don't think I've ever heard you play any other Tupac song. Well, yes, you have. No, no, not I'm not talking about like I'm talking about recreationally, like just in, oh, just like, to listen to. Like it? if I ever get, a, get in a car with you and you have something going or you playing this, that's a song that I know you playing. Can't see me. Can't see me is gonna can't be. Can't see song. me is like oh, it, what it is is that energy. Oh, like yeah. it just make me feel like man, these motherfuckers can't fuck with me. Yeah, man. Like, that's how I really feel. And and when I'm listening to it, I know that you could feel how he felt Felt right? when he got out. And that was the genius of Tupac. Mm -hmm. You know, he he was able to capture emotion in in a different way. I actually heard, I was on Clubhouse. Damn, I I wish I could remember who it was. Mm -hmm. But there was somebody from New York who took Pac over Biggie. Really? In real life. And I wish I It wasn't just Blaze. It was somebody, bro. And I was just like, I was... Blown. They took Pac over and Biggie, some, and they're from New York City. And, uh, but it, are they uh, are they same generation as us? No, they're older. They're they oh, from that okay. generation. Wow, wow. They yeah. was there when Flex was going up, and they yeah. was around for all of that shit. Because a lot of people around at that, that time and that generation, they, although they give Pac his re- credit and his respect, the thing that they say is, man, we didn't, We bro wasn't like, he wasn't, like, the people start going up for Pac after his death. So they, they looked at, they chose sides They chose who they rolled with, which was Biggie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's interesting that you said that. And is somebody that's like in the industry or just like somebody? Yeah. That, oh, wow. Damn, in the industry. Who, I wonder who that was. Here go Julio. All right. Let them know that we're on the podcast yeah, and we first of all. OG. Yep. Hold on. Let me add, hold on. I'm trying to get the vi get you on. uh You see it? I got you. All right, there we go. So we we on the pod right now. There go Chuck right there. Julio, the OG. All right, so so look, Julio, this is what we talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the All Eyes on Me, the All Eyes on Me, uh, cover, right? Mhm. Tupac is throwing up the dub. Mm-hmm. Now what we went, or we were, what we were trying to figure out is OG, is well, I, actually, let me tell you what happened. I always looked at this and it was always weird to me because of how he's throwing up the dub. Right. And I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just I'm just telling you the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so it always looked weird to me because whenever I would see any of y'all throw the dub up from from West Side Connection, dub, uh, Cube, anybody else, it would be with the ring, with the middle finger in front like that. No, 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 no. The regular dub, like this. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so see how you got it thrown up right now? Yeah. That's how we, uh, I would always assume. It was either that or the middle finger over the ring finger. It was the middle finger over the ring finger. So I was like, let me just call OG and see if you can provide some insight. Oh.
1: I don't think you know what I, I don't think that anybody had really established it on that level yet. I think I think it was so fresh and, and it was it wasn't fresh and new, but I think that like it wasn't like that was the stamp at the time either. You know what I mean? Like it was just people started throwing up the W, but that comes like from Cam and them. I seen Cam and them do that before, when because it used to mean Watts.
0: Right, right. We you just know? talked about that. It
1: was more of a Watts thing to me, and then it turned into like you know, the dub the W and and the whole thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it was just I think West Side connection kind of kinda like made it a little more mainstream. You know, when when dub C was like two 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 fingers up, two twisted in the middle and right. all
0: that. Right. Like, fingers up he, he kinda
1: brought that and they brought the the that I the thing. But if I remember correctly, it was like i think ice cube was kind of riding tupac's wave
0: it wasn't i
1: don't think ice cube was dubbing before that like Mm. you know what i mean like so that's something that i would have to ask like the outlaw people like that you know what i mean around tupac but i think tupac was doing that first and then kind of west side connection came you know with the whole kind of solidifying the Mm. w and the the West and and that whole thing, you know what I mean? So I don't know if I I would say too, like I said, it wasn't like everybody was really understanding. Like, honestly, I was the only radio DJ doing that. Right. Like, like if you go to any pictures in the 90s, you won't see see the Wake Up Show, you won't see the Baker Boys, you won't see none of them throwing up no dubs. Bro, that's why I'm telling you, I got all my
0: sauce... From y'all, so and me and me and Chuck was telling me that I, they gonna kill me on the internet. Because- I was like, I said, you gotta be careful how you how you frame it because people will look at it as possibly a joke. And I was like, you gotta you gotta provide clarity in it because there's somebody that will look at it because we we were talking about the 25 year anniversary of, uh, of All Eyes on Me, and obviously on that album cover he has the dub up, and we were talking about as kids we would we would try to emulate that, and we always would look like it felt weird putting the ring finger over the, the middle finger. When we naturally would throw it up, it would be right. the, 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 the middle finger over the ring finger. And I said, I just know somebody, although we're providing context, there's going to be that one person that picks it apart and finds it as disrespectful. I said, so we got to provide clarity for the conversation. And what better way to bring Julio G in here to kind of yeah. like at least lay I, it I, I, Me
1: personally, I, I never looked at it that way. I, I really didn't. I just think Tupac was doing his own you know what he was doing with the West West Coast shit. Like uh-huh. he was doing what he was doing, and like I said, I've seen other people throw up that. Because I grew up in Linwood, so I, my friends are from Watts. Yeah. Right? So that, that W is not new, bro. That mm-hmm. that W I've seen mm-hmm. motherfuckers throw up. Watts up, Watts up. Yeah, and that that's some Watts shit, really. And then I I remember Cam and them doing that too. So. It wasn't like Tupac invented that, you know what I mean? Right. It was, it was bits been gang signs have been around anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? So that ain't no Tupac thing either. Well, no, so we we, we, no, we knew that. To... We knew
0: that part. I was just saying as I think far Tupac as
1: Tupac the... was just at that time, he was like, it was a West thing, you know mm. what I mean? It was like East Coast versus the West Coast, and he wanted to make very clear that because you know he didn't have to do that cover like that. Absolutely Obviously, I don't not. even think that's a great cover. It's just a picture in with a W. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really like. It didn't really make all lies on me. Then I don't know. It could have been all kind of different.
0: It wasn't ones. really thought out, but I was just picking the part. I was not picking apart, but I was just saying to Chuck that it's kind of like an unspoken of thing that Tupac is kind of throwing up the dub, not really how we all throw it up.
1: No, exactly. No, and I and I feel you. I never really paid attention to that that way. But when you, you know, when you do look at it, you're right. It, it doesn't, it, it it what do you call it? It uh it it's not like the way people would do it. But like I said, I, I never looked at Tupac as like, super L.A. I looked at him as more from the Bay.
2: Mm-hmm. Word.
1: You know what I mean? So when he came out here, he got he got on that thug shit. Uh, 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 that happened pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like he was... It wasn't like he was Ben doing that. You know right, what I mean? He right. wasn't doing all that. Got you. So it's like he kind of picked that up as he was out here, you know, with the West Coast shit. You know what I mean? And then Snoop and all them, too. You know what I mean? It's like... I think he kind of picked up on that. You know what I mean? That's why I always thought like maybe like he didn't really understand like what the street shit is in L.A. You Mm. know what I mean? Because he's from the Bay and he's not, you know what I mean? It's just, it's different. It's way different in the Bay. It's a whole other world yeah. in the Bay. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. It's nah. a whole
1: other world. Their gangbang shit is different up there than it is with, it is uh, in L.A.
0: No, nah, I, I know that. I I was We was just observing. I mean, like we were saying, Chuck was saying it was the anniversary, so we was talking about the cover, and I was like, let me just ask OG if you probably know why he did it differently, but
1: I, nah, I feel... I don't know why he did it differently. My only theory that I would have behind that would be that, would be that it wasn't really, like... Like I said, it, it didn't get more and more defined until Dub seeing them and West Side Connections kind of really started throwing that shit in the, in, in every little thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you really didn't see Tupac throwing up Dub all the time either. That kind of came kind of like where that album was right, at. You know right, what I mean? It wasn't like doing that shit in two or three albums before. Nah. He wasn't doing it on I Me mean, Against the World. He didn't do it in Strictly for My Name. He, he wasn't. Like dude, He wasn't like, yo, this the west, 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 right, west right. side, west side. He wasn't doing all that. listen to the records. He wasn't even saying west side on the record. <laughs> that came like on all eyes on me. But yeah. like I said, it was so fresh, and he just jumped into it. He just got out of jail. I don't think he understood even how to throw up that dub that way because... He didn't understand even where it came from, like
0: Got that. You. Got it.
1: You know so what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's, that's like I said. That's a Watts thing. That's that's a LA Watts thing, really.
0: I get it, you know, man. No. To- totally understand. OG, like I said, any time we had these conversations, I said we we gotta we gotta pull in Julio just to get his his experience and yeah, his, his knowledge, you, man. man. And oh, good. And uh, we know. We,
1: I, I it was crazy because I took a lot of heat for that for that. Believe it or not, the West 92.3 The Beat didn't like me doing that. They asked me to stop doing that. Damn. Oh yeah! I, oh, I took a lot of I took a lot of heat for the West Coast, dog. Wow! And they didn't like when I would come out at concerts, and I, I was in San Diego one day, and I told everybody throw up the dub, and it was so like, <laughs> it was kind of the beginning of this whole thing. Everybody threw up the dub, and they got it was Lowrider Magazine actually. They got very upset about that. They thought I was like starting some gang oh, shit. But it was they like, didn't oh, was understand. Man, yeah. it's not about that. It's about us all being together. We the West Coast. Yeah. So that that's when. You got to remember, we had to rile up the West Coast to even get with Tupac. Right. the West Coast listened to New York shit and then listen down south, they didn't. They didn't weren't all. They, we had to make the West Coast get West Coast. Like, hey, but then, but then,
0: that's how you get motherfuckers like me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm tripping. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. Because a lot of people weren't, and I remember, like, like I said, a lot, a lot of people didn't even like when I did all that West Side Radio shit. They weren't fans of that. There wasn't like. Oh man, that's the great idea. He's playing all the West Coast music. They are like they everybody was playing hip hop. They weren't playing uh, an hour straight of West Coast music. <laughs> you know what man. I mean? They was playing Karis One and Nas and Biggie and Wu Tang and j Ru, the Damager, Gangstar, you know, Bad Lion. I mean, it was just like, and that's cool music too, ain't nothing wrong with it. Right. It, it was it was they weren't like, hey, you heard that new rapping Forte?
0: <laughs> right it wasn't it wasn't checking for you know him. they
1: weren't doing that they, and they didn't like they didn't like Tupac a lot of people I tell that too it's like don't think that Tupac was very loved on the radio like that either dog they didn't mm. like him like that wow they, they, I put a tweet up, I put a thing of somebody that put a tweet up that said I remember the day Julio G played hit em up oh and shit. I remember that the radio station begged me they begged me and begged me and begged me to not play the record are and you? I told him, I promised him, nah, I won't do it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Westside Radio came on and was like, uh, 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 Hit the <laughs> ass with no, it. No, in the end, I made him lock the door. Oh, shit. Yes, I made him lock the fucking door. Don't <laughs> come in my fucking studio. Locked yeah. yeah up. Literally, bro, because they were, they were upset about it. They begged me not to do it. I played it like three or four times that night and the rest is yo, history dog yo, julio I mean? when you and, went but when they didn't like they were they didn't like me when i would when i would take pictures with the dub yeah because Pretty much all my 90s pictures, when you see somebody
0: with a dub. picture with me, I have a, I'm doing a dub. On Facts. Them. Yo, yo, Julio, man, I, I, we got to, once shoot because I know you're working on the book, I know you, you're bringing the podcast out, you're doing it West Side Radio, once once everything's solidified, bro, we would love to do a part two, or really a part three, because we appreciate you having us on the yeah, IG we wanna Live, this, We want to do this we for got, real. We got to have you in studio yeah, and man, like really do sit down and talk, day. for sure. You know? All right, man. We, I'm, all- I, no, for sure. Let us know
1: whenever you want. Like, it's, it's, I'm getting, I'm getting prepared. You know what I mean? I'm just, I just, cause I'm, I'm I work, I help my family out with, with a family business also. So okay. I'm kind of like in the middle of both. But I'm starting to kind of slow that one down and, and put more time into, to the, to the Westside Radio stuff and all that. So th- this is like in the next couple of months, it's gonna be coming, going down. So. It's all good. We, we, we need you, Julio. Whatever bro. you Let need me. from us, I, sir. You know, and I, I actually need you guys' help, bro. I need some guidance, man, was, on a few things that you guys talk about through the internet stuff.
0: That I don't know about like that really good. I I bro, whatever you need, I got we, you. We indebted to all you, right, bro. You,
1: I'll hit
0: you up there, like this
1: weekend or something. All right, I appreciate you, OG. All right, man,
0: you gotta do your thing, man. All right, all all right, right bro, bro, appreciate you. All right, love y'all, man. Peace. Fucking, that's there it the is. OG there. Julio G. Now there this is, is somebody there. we listen to. i I'm, I'm sorry for the folks that you know. It's not like real in studio. The audio is not the best, but damn it, that's a moment. That Sorry. was Julio G, bro. It's a moment, dog. Now, if you don't, if you don't know, just just do your googles. Man. Even the googles ain't gonna do you. They ain't justice gonna do justice. Then. So when we have him on again, because we we talked to him one time in the apartment, and unfortunately that fucking audio is nowhere to be found because when we re- redid the website, we lost all the footage. All the audio from before two thousand twelve. But that's a whole different story. So we'll have Julio G on uh when he's ready when the book comes out and, and give you guys a real laid out history, man. Love that dude. Julio G, man, giving us some some knowledge and games as I don't always. Think we should that's it. That's it. Yeah, we So I mean, can we can we at least intro the Yeah, we could talk about the, the shout out to G Eazy. Yeah, man. Young we, Gerald. Uh, we we had did an interview with G Eazy. Yeah, right before oh, it was a couple of weeks back, right? No, it was last week. Oh, it's last week. All right, well, here's our interview with G Easy, damn it. Chuck Dizzle DJ Head. Uh, we'll kick it to that and we'll catch you guys next time. This is enough content for you, right? Damn it. West Coast. Man, West Coast. And West Coast own young Gerald. Yay. Yay. What's the word, Big Bro?
2: Yes, sirsky. Man, just uh just doing as good as good can be, man. Excited for this new music, obviously. You know, it's been a it's been a slow, slow year. So, you know, when we get we when we get movement, I get I get extra excited, you know. Right, um, right. I, yeah. I I know you
0: talked a second ago about hating doing these. Like, it's it's obviously better to do shit in We you know under the circumstance did. I Man, <clears throat> <2020 throat> yeah. Twenty twenty has has the quarantine and, and just everything going. Has that turned up your hustle or has it kind of slowed up the process as far as like how you operate, do music and everything else around in this?
2: Well, I mean, first and foremost. <clears throat> um it's 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 turned up my hustle in like a like an internal sense of you know i mean i'm still in my studio every single night and i think not being able to work in the way that i'm used to working being able to tour being able to see the actual fans that my music you know means stuff to you know and get out there and just actually feel the people like feel the energy of you know like like that's frustrating because you know there's just a limit that i can't control of you know of how hard I can work, um, just not being able to do the things I'm used to. But, you know, internally it's just been like, you know, we all share this adversity we're facing. You know, I, I'm not the only one living in a pandemic. So it's right. like, you know, we all share these these restrictions and limitations. So, you know, I, I, I think, um, you know, for, for the ones that are just driven and, and forever hungry and, and forever crazy, you know, it's probably pushed most of us harder um, the only frustrating part, like I said, has just been there's only so many things I can do. Hell yeah, yeah. I know part of <laughs> the part of
0: inside. your part of your whole shit is the shows because I, I done been to a couple of them yeah, motherfuckers. Man. Them motherfuckers be it look like it's a zoo in that bitch. <laughs> so uh <Yeah. laughs> but um I know you got the record with Chris Breezy, obviously. It might work out to your advantage not having to perform next to him because I just tweeted out today my top three <laughs> performers of all time: Beyonce, Chris Brown, and tech nine, bro. Chris Brown, and oh yeah, bro.
2: Tech, tech 9 is definitely up there, and Chris is too, and I'm in the five. <laughs> bro, you bro, listen, let me tell you I'm something. I'm in the five. <laughs> Wait, but now, you know who else is up there is Bruno Mars, man. He's one. Of Bruno is fire. Manian, manian. Yeah, when I would, I would, I would say, I would say him and Beyonce, but Tech is definitely one of those that's special
0: um performing i mean performing have you ever been intimidated like performing next to somebody before somebody after somebody i think
2: I, yeah no i think i think there's a common misconception uh with with intimidation uh versus you know admiration and respect yeah. like i can i can definitely you know acknowledge somebody's greatness you know and 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 not feel like it has to interfere with mine or or that you know i should feel intimidated in any type of way but you know chris is one of those that you know, his 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 body just moves to music it's like different. like water. You know what I mean? It's just different. <laughs> it's just so fluid and so so innate and natural and just and just so him. And you know, it was funny, like like we were um we were doing the video and uh you know it, there's a there's a weird thing that happens because I, I've been in the house for, you know, all this time and I'm not used to being around people, you know, like, so there was this certain kind of just like, like a little bit of rust, I think, just socially, like kind of just being surprised, like being around 50 (laughs) people and all these cameras looking at me. I mean, it's one thing when, you know, I'm I'm constantly in the flow of of the work cycle of like, you know, showing up to shoots and showing up to concerts and showing up to interviews and this, that and the other. And then all of a sudden, you know, you don't do that for a year and all of a sudden you're around people. It's kind of jarring, you know. So you know, there was there was like a little bit of nerves, I guess. You know, just being in my head, and then, and then we're shooting this scene where it's you know it's basically like a party scene, and I'm standing next to Chris, and he you know he's the most natural and the most you know just the way he just moves on camera, and does his shit. So it was like, you know, oh man, I'm thrown right back in with the with the <laughs> with the with one of the one of the fucking goats, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it was just like, all right, you know, skin on your feet.
0: When you when you shooting a video, um, I saw I saw you posted the clip. um, But when you shooting a video and it's a house party scene, you got I gotta imagine like what you said as far as it being difficult to to do that kind of video with in within the COVID shit. Have you have you broken quarantine to do anything like any partying at all, like amongst friends, anything like?
2: Cause I I, I hang out with him every day, but that's that's pretty legit. No, I mean like it 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 depends. I mean I have like a like I'd say like a bubble of my own of like, you know, friends I trust and friends I, you know, I'll see, I'll see here and there, but it also depends if, you know, if I'm making a trip up to the Bay to go see moms, you know, or something like that, then it's, then I'm, you know, as strict as ever on, you know, I'm not taking no chances. But I mean, you know, and I'm not, I'm not encouraging, you know, or saying this in an irresponsible way. I mean, especially, you know, just considering, and I'm, you know, and I'm always, serious about this. When I talk about it's like, you know, people are dying and people are, you know, are having a really tough go with this and, you know, it's affected different people differently. I caught it. Luckily, you know, my symptoms weren't, you know, out of this world or whatever. I had a couple of bad days, but you know, just, just being sensitive of, you know, it's like, do you think, do you think that,
0: um, cause I, I, I remember uh, one of my homies caught it and he was asymptomatic completely. Didn't have mm-hmm. any symptoms at all. Um, do you, did you lose your taste? Or sense? yeah, yeah. I saw I saw my friend. She took an onion and bit into that motherfucker like it was an apple, bro. On on Facetime, we were on uh, Facetime. Man. And and then yeah, she a, a that's whole like ginger. that's like the Grinch. She took a ginger, bro. She took the mm. you know the ginger shop. She took a whole thing and just gulped it. And I was like, yeah, bro, man. like you're an animal. Yeah. Man. I was I always and I I haven't got it yet. Heaven forbid. Like I get it, whatever. But um, I would say yeah. like. If I did, though, I would just take that week or two, two weeks to just eat like just all vegetables healthiest. with no seasoning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. alter
2: your shit at all when you when you was going through it? Um, So I was actually in New York, man. And, and this is like a, this is a crazy story because, you know, and this is also pointing out what's scary about the virus is that, you know, I didn't like my first day with it. Um. You know, this was this was a time where restaurants were open in New York, and I was I was going to restaurants, and I didn't know I had it, wow. and that's really scary for you know for the possible ramifications. But you know, on a lighter side, it was like, am I tripping or did this restaurant fall off? Like this ta- this used to taste <laughs> <No>. better. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, and and then I, my mind started to race. Like holy, you know, what I mean, I'm I'm starting to feel the body aches. I started to feel all the cliche symptoms. So it was almost like, please don't tell me you know, and then and then my conscience is weighing heavily, like, you know, is there any possibility I could have came in too close a contact with anybody else while I was out or, you know, because this is something I wouldn't wish on my, you know, my, my worst enemy, you know. Like, so, you know, going through that, but yeah, man, it was strange, like, you know, being at, like, my favorite spots in New York, and that was, that was really the only travel I, I'd done. It was my only time on a plane, man. Like, I went out there just because I was, you know, I like is is it's being cooped up in the house, and and somebody like me who, you know, I've lived out of suitcases for the better part of a decade, you yeah. know, for for more or less. Like I'm always traveling, always on the road, always you know, getting to see different friends in different cities, getting to experience different things, getting to, you know, go places. And then when you come to a screeching halt and there's somebody like me who's just used to that, it's like you you start to go a little crazy. Right. But, you know, definitely regarded by the time I was out there. And so I caught it. But.
0: Now, since you, you you said you've caught it now, obviously <laughs> things are better right now for yourself. But now that they're rolling these vaccines out, what are your thoughts on that? Is that something you're like, yeah, I want to step up and get that? Or is
2: it, eh, man? Yeah. It. Yeah. No, I mean, ultimately you know, I I I side with the scientists and, you know, and listen to science. You know, that's nice. it's rooted in you know, in 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 math and laws of, you know, fact. Um, you know, and if they say to you know, it's 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 bigger than what I can comprehend. I wasn't, you know, what I mean. I didn't, I didn't go to hella college for science and you know learn everything there's about science and dedicate a life to this. They did, so I'm gonna listen to the person who did. You know, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't walk up one day and try to be a dentist. You know what I mean? Because there's somebody who spent their whole life studying dentistry. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to listen to the experts and. You know, you, like, really, got to play a part in going with the flow. In my opinion, I understand concerns in some ways, but I think there's so much paranoia and confusion that's that's you know, and misinformation that's spread for a number of reasons, especially you know, we're our last president. Um, but ultimately, bro, I respect the science. So I want to talk. I want to real quick. You got you got a project
0: coming down the pipeline. Uh, yeah, the last one came out what in summer was it summer yeah
2: yeah that it was like a like a a side project like a art project that i felt you know in my heart you know just just at the beginning of quarantine you know like first couple weeks man it was like it was almost like looking back on it i was almost like okay i'm kind of i'm kind of down with this Mm -hmm. you know just like buy all the groceries you can buy all the pasta macaroni and cheese and and kind of like hunker down in the house shit out yeah you know (laughs) Yeah. And I was kind of like excited because I was like, wait, this means that I can go in my studio and just like, you know, completely like without any pressure or expectation, kind of just see what happens and just make what I want to make and just see where that goes. And for me, it was kind of like a liberating experience doing that project. Everything's strange here. But, you know, the focus has always been on, you know, um, like... The, the the fourth album being these things happened to the sequel to my first one yep. you know that's my rap album that's my my opus my my you know my life's work essentially bro and i'm 350 songs in i you know i gave it everything i could possibly give so i'm excited to finally get this album out yeah you just yeah, just, yeah no, you
0: just blow past that so you okay how yeah. many of those 350 did you do during the quarantine
2: uh, I've probably done I don't know another another sixty to seventy since quarantine. Damn. Yeah.
0: Do you have like a record? I mean, I
2: just like hmm?
0: as i have as far as like when you record, is there like a record that you can think of? Like, oh yeah, we we've recorded this many songs in one night. Do you have like a record in your head? How many times? <laughs>
2: uh, I probably I mean at least seven or eight. Yeah. But but it's also like that that's like a fairly regular occurrence. So it's like, and I don't. You know, I, I like, you know, I I like I hang out here and there. I don't I don't really have a bunch of other hobbies. I mean, I've like gotten into other stuff over quarantine just because I have to to keep me, you know. But I I say i today say is like I, all I really do is work. Right. So if you put a workaholic in a workplace, you know, more days than not, and work gonna get done. you. know, I'm I'm yeah I'm you know I mean I'm 31. I'm going into my fourth album. It's like I'm I'm you you sharpshoot at a point, and and I know my. I know my work. You know, I've been doing this for about 17 years. You know? So the the project, do you have a, like, you have an idea when you want to
0: come or, like, you have, oh, to to be continued? (laughs) Yeah, to be continued. No,
2: man, I mean, you know. Don't do the
0: Beyonce shit, though, G. Like, don't, Don't just drop that motherfucker and now I gotta go figure it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, give a nigga like a 24
2: hour text, like a (laughs) heads up. Like, yeah, you'll have a, you'll have a heads up. You'll definitely have a heads up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you've always been, you've always been family. You've always been gang. You've always supported everything we've done. And like, you know, and, and I, you know, like, I'm going to have a whole full blown rollout. And this is essentially the start of it, man. I'm excited. Like, you know, this record with Chris, um, you know, I've, I feel like I've gone back so many times and, and felt like I'm finishing the album. But one of the last like big, big, big like I went out and, and I like I I just I got a place at an undisclosed location to just like zero in with the team. And we cut another 20 records in a week. You and Chris? Right there. No, 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 no. Oh, I was about to say. Oh, shit. Yeah, nah, Damn. but Hitmaker came out. Hitmaker about came hit. out with his team. And, you know, we did probably eight or nine records. You know what I mean? And um and and this was you know like to me the one that stood out the, the most as like you know I mean I mean flipping return to the Mac you know and he's he's obviously got the Midas touch hitmaker at you know finding those flips and you know giving new life to songs that you know are are timeless classics that you know forever.
0: Had, it, had you collab? Had you, you? I I think have you? You and Chris got one record,
2: right? We got. Uh, we have a few. We have. He did drifting on when it's dark out for me. He did a. He did a feature for me. Right. And then I did a. I did a verse for him. Wobble up with Nikki. Um, no, but I'm talking about your records. You. That. that you only have one pre. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so this is. the second. But sec- he and I like. Yeah. This would be the second one for me. But but I mean that's like that's that's really the homie. And I know like you know people in the industry you know it's my brothers but whatever uh, yeah. you know what I mean it's like but not like Chris like you know he and I like we've gone back for years and you know keep in touch and then every time we you know end up in the same place and you know get to talk and it's like 3 hours go by type you know what i mean it's like that's that's really my guy so i feel like there's a chemistry there there's a mutual respect there you know and there's a you know just a like a creative connection that i mean we could we could do a ton of them it would be it would be nothing
0: i'm going to ask you something real quick it's kind of off 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 killed a little bit but i was have i was talking to 40 2 days ago mm-hmm and I was talking to the homie Ghazi two days ago for, yeah. and I was talking about for an hour and I was asking him about Bay culture, right? And I just yeah. want to know from your perspective, do you feel like, because I feel like a lot of culture comes from the Bay, bro, and it gets borrowed yeah, sampled, and, and, and redistributed all kind of, do you feel like the Bay yeah. gets the proper just do that it
2: deserves? Because I, I don't. Take I mean, it personally. yeah, no, no, I can't say it does, but this has been an ongoing theme for, you know, I mean, and, and you know, I'm I'm only old enough to speak on the last twenty twenty five years. You know what I mean? But you know, this has been going on a long ass time. And you know, you say you talk to forty for an hour. It's like he's one of those that you know. He calls me. He always calls me early in the morning, man. And I'm not quite a <laughs> up, person. But bro, OGs be up early. Yeah, he be OG's, up early, man. <laughs> and, and you know, and he gets to drinking his wine by the evening time. And he's going to sleep early, and then he's back up early. But anyway. You know, me and him get to rambling, and the next thing you know, an hour goes by easy. But, you know, so, I mean, the Bay is a unique place, right? The Bay, I mean, if you think about, you know, historically speaking, the different movements, you know, it's always been a place of rebellion, counterculture. You know, the Black Panthers, you know what I mean, started there, like... You know you think about the hippie movement and you know peace and love you know what i'm saying yeah the pimping culture like and then you think about the hyphy movement you know in the mid 2000s and how exotic and different that was and you know and then and then it constantly been a place of um you know counterculture politically you know what i'm saying and and it's just so much has gone against the grain so we have this way of like embracing our uniqueness but what comes with something that's unique? is sometimes getting ripped off because it's different and it's you know it's notable it's like damn that don't look like nothing else you know i'm inspired by this or i'm gonna take from this you know so just being a place that's that original and that's you know it's kind of like always push the envelope and push the boundaries and and changed. you know like 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 i mean even even and i you know and i and i i dislike a lot of what like the whole tech industry's done you know (laughs) to 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 push out the culture in our in our area but i mean if you you think about it like the tech industry is a you know revolutionary in it's way too so it's like it's just for some reason it's something in the soil that's always been like kind of you know changing the game and changing you know changing the The world i always respect and i and I, i was telling um I forgot who
0: I was talking to about you. And, and I don't remember who I was talking to about you, but one thing I always respected about you is no matter what, you always like, you know, anchor your shit in, into the base shit. Like, and people, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? But whether it's taking motherfuckers on tour with you, whether it's doing yeah. going back and doing the features with the homies, like whatever it is, yeah.
2: I, I respect it. Cause that's how I am about my city, you know, about LA. Period. So. Yeah, no, nah, period. I mean, that's just like, you know, I, man i don't i don't understand not having that in you because it's just so deeply ingrained in me it's just like you know there's you know that that's that's a huge part of my like history my identity my story my everything and you know that integrity that love and loyalty you know to where I'm from and to how much I love my region will always be in me so you know i mean I can't how many times i can't count how many times i've you know done verses for the homies back home and never charged a dime. You know, or that's like yeah. always made a point to 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 bring, you know, some like bring, bring, bring artists from the Bay on tour with me or, you know what I'm saying? Like give back to the communities and, you know, always stay connected to home. And that's just, that's deeply ingrained. I,
0: I like the fact that that we had a versus battle between the two mm, big homes. Uh-huh. And short, and yeah. Like, and the world got a chance to see the Bay being celebrated.
2: and Yeah, talking about how we talk about the, the baby. My two drunk uncles up there, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just
0: amazing to see that. You're right, like the drunk yeah. uncles. But we we wanted that celebration and we was like, yup, yep,
2: yeah. it's the big home. No, nah, it was a yeah, no, nah, it was it was a great, it was a great night for, you know, to have to have the world's eyes on on, you know, two of you know the pioneers, Mount Rushmore, the founding fathers, the, you know, the icons of our culture. And you know, I learned from them. I grew up on them, and you know the, the way they, you know, wanted to inform everybody who's watching, you know, about Bay culture and you know, like cast the light on it and talk about, you know, just in case y'all don't know, this is this is what we saying when we say this, or right. you know, this is the region, this is this is the parts in the Bay that this that and the other, you know what I mean, and like give people almost a history lesson, you know, yeah, that's 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 kind of our our you know is a lot of our mo has just been. You know, is what I get from them at least is like always trying to trying to cast a light on, you know, where I'm from and uh and and you know, paying homage and, and just trying to continue a cycle of, you know, I love the way they talked about unity in a community and just like, you know, I'm saying supporting each other. <laughs> And for them to come together and 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 for them to to say you know a thousand times student versus you know we're not going against each other we're doing this together almost right. you know, it almost felt like a double headliner yeah yeah
0: exactly yeah. now with 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 verses right yeah. I had an argument I've been arguing with listeners I've been arguing with family I don't think and you can chime in on if you like I don't know who could go against Chris Brown yeah. Who who do you think would be a good versus battle with Chris Brown Brown? Because I mean, yeah, there's yep. so many hits names throw, thrown out there. Bro, Breezy's a
2: bad yeah. motherfucker, bro. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I don't know. Man. I mean, it's you know, and and it's weird, man. It's like you know, the first name that popped up in my head would have been Drake or something like that. You know what I mean? But you're in that you're in that pedigree, that conversation, that pantheon of like, you know, some of the most important people, you know in in this culture in this genre in this space of the last you know for Chris I mean he's got so many eras of hits right it's hard you know it's hard bro it's, hard. it's really hard I, I don't know your though. name but excuse me miss like what I mean right. he goes back he's got a lot in that back
0: yeah I like I, I'll take I'll take Drake Um, hold on last thing Uh, provide is there is there a is there a reason why I provide is there is there like hmm. is there a reason behind that I'm i thinking too much into it.
2: The name provide name yeah. It puts funny bro. It's crazy you say that you know and um. So that was the name that I think we had bounced the beat as, or just <laughs> like you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's not even in the chorus. I don't even oh know why it's God. called that.
0: So so uh, I, uh, I got a little I got a little sneak peek. I'm like the name is not it's not in the song like what that in doing? the in the hood no so I'm like yeah. why is the song called provide so I was like <laughs> yeah okay so I'm thinking it's... too much into it
2: yeah 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 but I mean you know I, I I like those kind of enigmas or mysteries or like why is it called that or you yeah, know, yeah. like like you know the people that will know the like you know the, the super deep information that, you know, the casual fan might not know. But I th- it was literally, I think we bounced the original beat <laughs> <of> <laughs> and, and it just kind of stuck, you know what I mean? And we had these whole conversations, like, should we call it vibe or vibe with me? Or, you know what I mean? It's like something to send the chorus. I'm like, those, man, it doesn't really, I don't know. You know what I mean? I guess it sounds a little, something about provide, it just sounded like it worked. Sure. So I'm way
0: I'm okay. All right, I'm leaving yeah. that shit alone. Right.
2: I even I even I even joked about calling it like like Jeezy featuring Chris Brown bounce three like that wave and <laughs> just calling the song that like wave that, like that. And you know that I- what I mean? That wave, yeah. So we do this yeah. thing called curbside
0: confessions, right? And, yeah. and we like to get stories with with people that are are in Uber lifts. Uh, Postmate crazy have, stories. Have crazy stories with Postmate driver. Yeah. Your food got delivered. Something crazy. Do you have anything that you can think of off the top of your mind? Crazy Uber.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, obviously, I've been I've been doing a lot of uh, Postmates, man. The other day, um, you know, I had some food come and. Um, you know, he he recognized me when he dropped the food off, and then he really like tried to come in my house to take a picture with me. I'm <laughs> like, bro, it's it's a pandemic out here. If <laughs> you didn't know, still, you know, it's it's definitely bad. All back, bro. What's you doing? Yeah, yeah. Nah, but um, but but there's this there's this Uber driver in LA, man, and and you know, shouts out to this guy if you've ever ridden with him. Um, but he's he's got to be the biggest Migos fan. Um and 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 but you would never expect it like a you know fifty something year old man like you know older guy that you would never just you know he just looks like an Uber driver and you know he'll he just only plays Migos and he just hits like every <laughs> lyric and he, while he's driving he'll like look back at me like mama. <laughs> you know, like, he'll hit every ad-lib. And it's so many because, like, you know, on one hand, we're dying laughing at this guy who you would never expect to know every lyric to, to Amigos. But also, I'm like, bro, can you stop looking back and look at the road? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. You know, but the way he lands every little ad lib on beat, man, it's just too funny.
0: No, that's hilarious, man. No, so good looking. The, the year can't end without G Easy doing what? What's one thing that you have on your on your vision board?
2: What, what's thing? What thing that you think? Man, in getting this album out first and foremost. You know. Um, in a weird way, man, it, it feels like being pregnant for over three years. Type. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's like I put so much into this, now I, now I just need to get it on, off my chest now. On, you know what I'm saying? We, so, canceled, we are men and we can't relate to
0: the struggles uh, No, no, absolutely we, not. Yeah, you absolutely
2: know what not. What I'm <laughs> yeah, but go ahead, go ahead. Go. Um, yeah, yeah, just uh <laughs> just trying to, just trying to get that off my chest, man, because you know, like like I I'd say the same with any release, but you know as i mature and evolve as a man as a as a human being i think you know naturally i always push my music to evolve with me and you know there's some there's some real stuff on there um you know it's it's me at my most honest and vulnerable it's you know It's me growing as an artist, a lyricist, and a you know mature human being. Um, And it's just you know there's 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 a thing about music, especially in our genre, where it's like a bit of it is autobiographical, you know. But it's timely. It's like this is where I was at in the time when I made this, and you know it's like it, it may not land the same if I release it when I just don't feel like I'm in that same headspace as when I you know made it or what I'm talking about. So. First and foremost, getting that out and, you know, in a perfect world, this year cannot end without me being able to do some kind of concert in front of real people, man. I just miss jumping around those stages when I'm when I'm in the room with them. So,
0: yeah. Hey, um, okay, sorry about the last thing. I going to ask you. Um, you were one of the first people to embrace Cardi on a, on a major record. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think you – I don't know if you were the first national feature that Cardi had, if I'm not mistaken, but you were one of the first people to embrace Cardi Um. Did you have the fourth? Did you know when you when when she first came, you knew like, oh, yeah.
2: I mean, I've always I've I've always loved for every reason like just working with female artists. Um, and I think there's a there's like a dope dialogue and kind of balance. Sometimes it happens, and I've always felt like there's, you know, this ridiculously unfair and 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 messed up discrepancy in the balance of you know how many female producers can you think of for engineers or artists you know what i mean especially in hip-hop and that's just that's always been bothersome to me but you know like i just you know i, I followed her from early on and i thought everything about her was just dope um you know, like, like her, her just unapologetic identity for being exactly herself. You know, no fucks given. Just you know, this is, you know, take it or leave it. Like I am, so, you know what I mean? Like I got nothing. There's no shame in my game. It's nothing to hide. It's, you know what I mean? I'm out here. I'm thugging in public. I'm Cardi B. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like there was something so bold and so fire about her and her character and personality. And um, you know, I mean, no one ever could have known, but. Maybe I had an idea, you know. That's I remember crazy. telling her, I remember <laughs> telling her like like really, really, really early. I forget if this was before or after no limit, but you know, cause I just kind of had a sense I was like, You're gonna be the biggest thing in the world, Cardi. Like she's like, ah oh, shut up. Like, you know what I mean? But up. like, yeah. That's what's yeah, up, bro. Yeah. Oh, salute that. to her, man. It's always inspiring to watch people just ascend into the into the you know, to the infinite skies of of heights. Appreciate but, you. We appreciate you taking yeah, it. Over. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I appreciate you guys, man. Let's let's push go on this record and just right. yeah, man. the DJ head G Easy, thank you
0: so much, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah.